Dagum. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Well Dagum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, Well Dagum. I learned something today. A uh, big shout out to, there, I did it again. You know, I'm just going to rock with it this time. Just going to roll with it. Uh, big shout out. Shout out to the listeners hey, that have been tuning in through the interwebs of Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Well Dagum Pod. Uh, you can find us out there. You can like us. You can follow us. You can leave comments. You can leave questions. You can. Yeah, you could do just about anything that the internets will let you. Uh, but get out there and be a part of our social media community. Uh, we don't share too much, just a little, just enough to let you know what's going on, so it's not too annoying. Uh, but it helps us out when we get some more followers that way to be able to bless people's ear holes uh, with the smooth soundings of the well daggum world. Um, other than that, no, not much news going on in the world right now. Uh, so I think we could just jump on into the show, you know. Uh, so tonight on the show we have a reoccurring guest. I'm not sure how many episodes this guy's been on. Uh, I'm not sure what part of that club he is. If he's the number five club or the number seven club or uh, or just a regular old club sandwich himself. But uh, tonight on the show we have my good friend Zach Osborne. How you doing, Zach? Doing pretty good. I hope it's getting close to the five timers club because I do have my robe on. So. Oh yeah, you got your big uh, your uh, Chewbacca robe on. Oh yeah, <laughs> keeping yourself. Warm. I, I I can't do a good <laughs> Chewbacca, but that was my attempt at that. Um, but yeah, Zach's been on it quite a few times. Him and I have a, a long lasting friendship. And uh, when I hit him up, he uh, graciously accepted to be on the show, and uh, we we're going to talk a little bit about his. Uh, granddad. Now, I say granddad. Did you guys have a specific name for your grandpa? Pawpaw. You called him Pawpaw? Because I know back in the country, yep. which all across the nation or the world, everybody has a name for a grandparent. Some are Nanas and some are Nanas and some are GGs. And we always just called our grandparents uh, Granny, whatever their name was, and Paul, whatever their name was. So it was Granny Avatine and Paul Ralph and Paul Arsel and Granny Loreen, Granny Lori, I guess. Um, some, you know, so we didn't we didn't get too crazy with it, uh, but that's what we rolled with all the time. But now you called yours Pawpaw. And yep. uh, so go ahead and kick us off, Zach. Tell us a little bit more about Pawpaw. Well, Pawpaw was an interesting fella. <laughs> Very interesting character. When he was younger, you know, I never knew him then, but apparently he... Could could be kind of a rougher fella, but, you know, he eventually got into church and stuff and, you know, started becoming a lot nicer of a guy. Okay. Still pretty wild guy, though. <laughs> but now he's from eastern Kentucky as well, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So when you're yeah. saying wild, you're saying, like, country, redneck, hillbilly kind of wild. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> just just giving the listener an, of an idea of what, what we're looking at here. But really, really fun guy, more of a big kid than anything. That was actually who I played my first video games with when I was real little. Oh, cool. He would, he got a, I think it was, he had like a Nintendo and a Super Nintendo. Yeah. I remember being real little, playing Mortal Kombat with him on there. <laughs> which, not something a lot of people think about associating with their grandparents you, you, video you know, games. well it's really funny because uh, my grandma being from the same area me and her played nintendo all the time we played nes we played super nintendo we played nintendo 64 
we would actually stay up late at night beating Zelda games and Mario games. We would take turns beating levels. So I don't know what it is about Eastern Kentucky and video games, but uh, apparently our grandparents were in that era. And it's funny because it's the last thing you would think of when you're like thinking of older person from Eastern Kentucky. Video games is not what comes to mind, but right. apparently. Oh yeah, my grandma. You think? My grandpa, grandma still likes to play them now. She still has a Super Nintendo hooked up. She still gets on. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, uh, that was that was kind of gives you a little hint of how he was, and you know he uh, grew a big garden every year. That was one of the things he liked to do, like to fish a lot and stuff like that. Yeah, we lived right beside of the Tug River, so he would take some nets out there, put them in the Tug River. Okay. I don't think it's exactly legal to do that. No, it's but, it's illegal. Uh, I know my grandpa did that at one point in time as well. Uh, but he since passed, so what are they going to do? So Right, yeah. <laughs> well, and now in the times of the apocalypse, I mean, not not a lot of people are going to try to take you to jail or stuff like that now. Oh, you mean there's something going on in the world right now? Yeah, that, I heard something on Rush Limbaugh. I don't know. Just whatever. We'll, we'll come back to that later. Okay. It's <laughs> weird. I thought the news had been pretty quiet lately. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. For the most part. So he would uh, go fish out of the river, and he would bring up some huge fish. Like, I remember one time he got a mud carp, which oh. I don't know if people know what that is, but it's a big old fish. Yeah. And not really much you can do with him, but he caught one of those, and he pulled it up, and he's, like, telling me to hold it. So I think I was, like, maybe six at the time. This fish is almost as big as I am, oh, and yeah. I'm sitting here holding it. I got a picture of it, me holding the thing. And then I remember, like, the thing started – flopping after a while and then took my legs from out from under me <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff like that but no. one time he brought up a catfish uh-huh. and it was a pretty big catfish you know you know fish stories whatever and i was small at the time but it looked about three foot long to me yeah maybe it wasn't but it, <laughs> point of the story is good size catfish yeah it was really big and so he brought the thing to me and it was alive and he's like what do you want here, I got you. This is what you want to do with it. And, you know, I'm little. I'm like, I want to put it in my swimming pool. Because I had one of those little plastic swimming pools that's about two foot deep. And, and, and full of chlorinated water. <laughs> no, not that kind of swimming pool. Okay. The kind you would just put water in, and then eventually okay. you have to dump it out when it started turning green. Yeah, and put yeah. more water in. Gotcha, gotcha. So he put that fish in there. <laughs> and uh, so if you know anything about catfish not exactly the nicest fish yeah they're not real friendly they don't like to cuddle a lot <laughs> yeah they're not a fluffy fish <laughs> <laughs> so he put that in there and you know i thought it was a great idea to get in there and swim with it Why, which yeah. i did and, and I'm, so, guess, I'm guessing you might have gotten thinned <laughs> what'd you say you i said i'm, up I'm guessing you might have gotten thinned a little bit so, surprisingly not i guess the thing was so freaked out because he didn't know where it was right it would kind of stay on the side of the swimming pool and it was round (laughs) so i would just sit there and you know swim around and chase that thing and it would just run and run and run and i'd pick it up and (laughs) throw it down and eventually i think they turned it back loose into the river but i think damage was probably done by then yeah (laughs) yeah we uh when growing up my brother fished a lot like that and uh he caught catfish and my grandpa had an above ground pool of course you know because in the country we all had above ground pools 
and uh, he had a big tarp over it to, you know, winterize it or whatever. And it was kind of in the spring era or the fall era. And uh, so my brother took these catfish and put them on top of the tarp that had water on top of it and let the catfish swim around in there. Because I don't know, you know, I was going to say because, you know, that's what you do. But really, I was like, I don't really know what his process was behind it. If he was just wanting to keep them alive a little longer until he wanted to eat them or... I'm not really sure, but, uh, they in turn broke through that tarp canvas and got inside of the pool water, which I was saying chlorinated (laughs) water and there was no sunlight or anything like that. And by the time we finally got them out of there, which was quite a few days later, these things were white as ghosts. I mean, they just bleached out (laughs) and turned completely still alive, still kicking and, you know, still going strong. And, um, yeah, my grandpa tore the pool down after that because he was just like, you ungrateful little kids. <laughs> and, so he's uh, like, you ruined the fish. I'm taking the whole pool. Yeah, well, we kind of ruined the pool because the fish were not very gentle uh, with the cover and stuff either. So, but yeah, it was uh, that was a fun moment with catfishing, I know, with my brother. <laughs> that was, uh, I didn't, didn't expect that. I didn't really understand it, I guess, but it, it was one of those things that happened. But but back to your grandpa. <laughs> Let's see what else he was, what else he got into. <laughs> so he was all the time doing stuff like that and he would uh <clears throat> let's see what was oh the one thing that always scared him to death was snakes though oh. like he's one of those people that he wasn't scared of too much but there was something about snakes that would freak him out huh. he'd go deal with anything except for snakes <laughs> like if they found a snake in the garden mama my grandma would have to be the one to go out there with a hoe and chop its head off because he couldn't even look at it. Really? <coughs> now, now, see, that's funny as well. As you're telling these stories, I just keep relating to my grandparents as well because my grandpa, who was in World War II, you know, and, like, was just an old dude's dude, could, like, pick a snake up by the back of its head, you know, and just, like, ah, I caught a snake, ah, whatever. And he could, you know, walk up and if there was a mad dog like trying to bite somebody you could just grab it and choke it out or whatever like he was just a dude's dude and then if a frog hopped by he would run you over to get away <laughs> i don't know what it was about frogs and the man would do just about anything but he even like when my brother was like 10 years old he uh he loved to go riding on the boat he got my brother who was about 10 years old to drive the boat so he could go ski he was like, oh, here, you'll figure it out. <laughs> this makes you go forward. This makes you go backward. If I fall down, turn around, then turn the engine off so you don't run me over. And uh, <laughs> my brother's just like sitting on three life jackets like, all right, here, let's go. You know, this is in, in the early 80s. And uh, my grandpa would jump out there and ski behind the boat while my 10-year-old brother would. <laughs> but he was terrified of frogs. So, you know, it's so fact. It reminds me of that, uh, like, the redneck version of that little uh, Asian fellow on Indiana Jones that had the wood blocks on the pedals so he could drive the getaway car. <laughs> or uh, there was also one, uh, Oh Brother, Where Aren't Thou? We're going to, oh, yeah. we're going to, are you in T-O-F? <laughs> Something like that. Run are off. you in N-O-F-T? Run yeah, off. There you go. <laughs> Fun yeah, he, fact, Papa's favorite movie. He watched that probably <laughs> seven times a week. Yeah, it made him feel at home, you know. There, and it there was, was no, that, and uh, I can't even remember even the real name of the movie. We all just called it "Shoot Your Eye Out." The 
you know, the movie they oh, played yeah, for 24 a, hours straight. On a Christmas TV. story, yeah. So he, he liked that Something about snakes really got him. And everybody has, you know, seems like everybody has that one thing. Yeah. That no matter what it is, it scares them. It's like I have an uncle who snake scares him to death to the point to where if you throw a belt around his leg, he thinks it's a snake and takes off running and freaks out. Oh, wow. I found that out because my aunt said, take this and throw a belt around his leg. (laughs) (laughs) But back to Papa. So he's afraid of snakes. And cousin of mine went out and where we lived is like we had our house and their house was beside of us. And then we had this like garage out back. So it had a garage and then like another little building kind of another little room attached to the garage okay then it had a cellar because they would can food and they would put it down in the cellar okay so my cousin goes out to the garage and we'd had a couple cats we kept outdoor cats around mostly because we lived right beside the river so they kept the mice away yeah and so the cat had babies and black snake found all the babies and ate them all wow so this snake was huge at this point because it was just laying around in that garage and it was like stretched out all the way behind the <laughs> concrete wall. I think when they measured it after they finally killed it, it ended up being like maybe a six foot black snake, which is pretty good size. Yeah. That's uh nothing to shake a stick at. <laughs> nothing to shake a snake at. <laughs> but, uh, so they find that out. And so like, they're, we gotta go kill it. So here comes the whole family. Cause everybody's like, I'm gonna see how they're gonna kill this snake. Yeah, and, uh, I'm gonna watch this. So, this should be fun. <laughs> Papa's afraid of snakes. He doesn't want to get close to it. Yeah. So what's the best thing to kill something when you don't want to get close to it? A gun. Right. Problem is, it's a pistol aiming at a snake that's <laughs> leaned up against a concrete wall. <laughs> also, Papa's so afraid of snakes, he doesn't want to look at it. <laughs> so he devises this plan. He tells my mom to tell him where to aim he reaches his arm around the wall to shoot at the concrete wall and he and Pawpaw's one of those types you ever met somebody that he would tell you something is true whether he believed it or not but he would convince you it was true and then most of the time he'd end up being right like that even happened like he told us something it sounded like the biggest load of crap you'd ever heard in your life. I can't even remember what it was, but everybody's just like, whatever, because this is when he was real sick. Yeah. It was like right before he died. Then a few days after he died, we found out whatever it was he said was true. <laughs> it's just, it's so like when the, he said to do this, everybody's just like, all right, I guess it, that'll work out. It's like the, the Big Fish movie. He told all these tall tales, and it ended up like partially being true. Yeah, pretty much. So, so, so tell us about is. he's trying to shoot I'm out there. I'm out there too. I'm like seven. And so they're telling me, stay around the wall. So I do. But I just want to see the snake because you know, I was a little psychopath yeah. that was obsessed with animals. And uh, and you knew it so, ate like a whole litter of kittens. And it's like, I got to see this thing. Yeah, I got to see how big a snake is if it ate a whole litter of kittens. So he's reaching. He's not looking. He's reaching his arm around. Mom's telling him where to aim. He's shooting. The bullets are ricocheting. Somehow nothing hits anybody except he does manage to hit the snake at one point and kills him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so so he's reaching around <laughs> a, a block wall and having somebody else. Why didn't he just give the gun to them? <laughs> I guess because he wanted to do it. <laughs> 
I'm gonna, he hated those things. He I'm wanted gonna, to end it. I, I don't like looking at snakes, so I'm going to put my arm around the corner of this wall. You're going to tell me, up, down, left, right, we'll shoot this snake. So basically, the garage door is open. He's around the wall, the garage door, reaching his arm through the garage door. <laughs> now, is it outside of the garage or inside of it? It's like a separate garage away from the house. No, I mean the snake. Was the snake inside the garage or outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like on the back wall of the garage. <laughs> Uh, like, so, cause so, so in the he back was... of the garage, there was a like a workbench table with a bunch of stuff on it. Yeah. And there, like, above the table, there was like a little, almost a ledge thing. Yeah. I guess you could see stuff on it. It was laying up against that. So, so and not only... Granted, I, I may not be remembering this perfectly because <laughs> well, I was so young. No, I think we'll go with the fact that your grandpa was shooting inside of a garage blindly. <laughs> Another fun fact. The garage door faced my house. <laughs> so anything that ricocheted. No yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we survived as kids. I, I I can think of a few stories that are similar to this. I think about that all the time. <laughs> like I was thinking about a time the other day where it's like mom and dad had this bed and it had like these really tall like posts yeah. that were basically spears. Okay. But I'll just jump up and down on the bed, and one time I fell and almost hit one. It's like <laughs> thinking stuff like that. Yeah, that could have totally impaled me all the way. <laughs> we would jump off of my trampoline into an inflatable kiddie pool. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the stuff we did, it's like, how are we alive? <laughs> oh, I we um, I remember when I was in my late teens, we found a bicycle that it was like from my my teenage years, and. Um, and I was like, oh, hey, this old bike, I know one rides it anymore. Let's get this big steel pipe and try to throw it in the spokes to see if it will really flip somebody off a bike. And we're all just like, yeah, okay, that sounds cool. So I'm riding it around, and we keep sh- throwing this big steel pipe into the spokes, and I kept just breaking spokes off, and it never flipped me over the handlebar. So we were just like, oh, man, that sucks. You know, it just kind of stopped us. And... uh there was this rock that just, it was a big flat rock on ground level, but it came out to the edge of a small creek. And, you know, maybe two foot from the top of the rock down, the creek was about two foot below. And, uh, but then the other bank of the creek was just, you know, two foot side to side. So I was going to ride my bike and I was like, I'll, I'll jump this little 20 inch bike and land on that other side. Like I'm pretty good at riding a bike. Here I go. I Take took it off, off some sweet jumps. Oh man, I took it off this rock and I just I was soaring through the air and I was like, yeah. And for whatever reason, how you would think, I would pull up on the handlebars so that I would kind of jump and gracefully land. Uh, instead, I went straight down to the creek, and my front wheel lands in the creek, sinking into the mud, and I landed completely upside down on my head. Like my shoulders crunched up to my ears because my head landed in the water. And I mean, I was straight upside down, just crunched straight on top of my head. I fell over, looked around and was like, yeah, I I fell over and looked around and like, I'm not paralyzed. Yay. Let's, (laughs) let's try that spoke thing again. (laughs) Well, it's like, it's not even like the things were, we almost died. Like the things we did and never even got close to getting hurt, but we should have. Yeah. Like, I remember, which you know where my old house was when I was really little. Right. We had a pretty pretty steep driveway. And one time, actually not one time, I did this several times. I don't know how I didn't get hurt. But, (laughs) 
you know, I'd been watching Cool Runnings and decided I wanted to join a Jamaican bobsled team. And I had a little wagon that I could, you know, start pushing down the hill as hard as I could and then jump in it at the last second to ride it down like a bobsled. And yeah. I did that, and I don't know how I didn't kill myself. <laughs> yeah, because when we say steep driveway, it was like straight up and down. Like, and then the thing is, when the pavement part of the driveway ended, the gravel started. And if I kept going past that... <laughs> Then the riverbank started. So, <laughs> oh, good old times, man. Good times. <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing these stories of your grandpa. I feel like uh, I got the... one more quick one for you if you want. Oh, go for it, man. Lay it on us. <laughs> so, where he grew his garden, he was like, I don't know. He he came up with these crazy ideas, and he was one of those people that like anything he grew was like just perfect. Yeah. And I mean, we'd have corn stalks like eight feet tall. Right. My, I have an uncle that lives in Ohio, and we were telling him about it. He didn't believe us because they grow all kinds of corn close to his house, but they're like four or five foot stalks. Yeah. And so one time dad rolled one up and took to him to show him, like, listen, <laughs> look at this. And he's like, oh, gosh. You're right. <laughs> that but is an eight foot stalk. One, one year he decided he wanted to grow him some square watermelons. <laughs> So, and I can't remember exactly what he used, if it was like a box or yeah, you a milk can use jug a, or you something, can use a wooden but he put box. them in there yeah. and they just grow to their containers. So one year we had watermelons that you'd cut open, it'd be fine to leave on a picnic table and they wouldn't roll anywhere because they square. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. They, I see them do that. Uh, I don't know if it was China or Japan, but I remember seeing some people, they had like these uh, plexiglass plexiglass boxes that they would stick them in and close the lid and make them perfect squares or whatever yeah but it I, makes me want to do that and see what what the craziest shape i can do is though. try growing anything that way <laughs> grow some tomatoes maybe or some i don't know cucumbers or whatever peppers uh, just get these little tiny boxes and put around each one of them so that they grow to the container size <laughs> it would be perfect for actually uh tomorrow uh, when this comes out um, it's uh, one of my favorite holidays of the entire year. Uh, it's actually what I call the the greatest day of the year, um, April Fool's Day. So, in thinking of that, it would be really fun to make a circular container and like grow hot peppers to form to the shape of like a tomato or something, or like maybe a red pepper into an apple. <laughs> that would be pretty hilarious. That'd be pretty good if what you is- can pull it off. What if since tomorrow's April Fool's Day, like Trump comes out and says, hey, guys, April Fool's coronavirus was on elaborate joke I was playing on everybody. For the past whatever many months. (laughs) (laughs) I nearly stopped the economy just to get this great April Fool's joke. And I'll be honest, (laughs) wouldn't even be mad. I would just be like, I should be mad, but I'm really just impressed. (laughs) And if you've listened to the end of this episode, we just want to tell you, Zach never had a grandpa. Uh, April Fools. No, just <laughs> No, he really had a grandpa and he really was crazy. Um and all those things really happened. <laughs> Not crazy, eccentric. I, I think we like wasted redneck a, eccentric. I think we wasted a full episode on the fact we could have had one giant April Fool's joke and we never thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> How much better would that have been had we had a real serious topic where we shared this real serious story and at the end of the episode yeah because no one listens to the end so you know just wait to the very end and say april fools 
<laughs> oh, that would have been great. Uh, <laughs> but instead, we've got this really great episode about your grandpa, so that works out. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe next year. Womp, womp. Maybe next year. Um, anyway, well, I sure appreciate you sharing your story about your grandpa uh, trying to shoot a snake blindly with your mom telling him where to aim. <laughs> Apparently she gives good instructions. Apparently so. He killed the snake. <laughs> oh, but I appreciate you being on, Zach. It's always fun to have you on, man. I miss getting to talk to you all the time. Um, anything to plug? You know, I know you're at home, not working out in the field. Actually, right I'm now. working. Well, Just you're not working, working out in the field. Yeah. Not traveling around from place to place trying to tell people how to be healthy now. So. And it's really weird when you go from like traveling hundreds of miles a week to not traveling at all. Yeah. Saves your car some stress. That's true. And it's about to die anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sure appreciate you being on, man. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you're having an awesome April fool's day. Uh, it's it, like I said, it is my favorite time of the year. I've got some awesome things planned for tomorrow. Uh, I might post into social media but um, other than that, hope everybody can have a good one. And uh, Zach, I guess we'll talk at you next time. Man. All right, buddy. Thanks. Well, I'll you later.